Thank you for joining the Dark Light Podcast. Here at the Dark Light Podcast, you will find information about the absolute truth. Hang on tight as we go to discover the light in the darkness. Ezekiel 9 verse 6 Slaughter the old men, the young men, and maidens, the women, and children. But do not go near anyone who has the mark. Now begin at my sanctuary. So they began with the elders who were before the temple. In the world today, there's a lot of talk about war and rumors of war. And the pundits are arguing about when the war will start. One of the things that I've learned in life is the more things change, the more they stay the same. When we look at the Old Testament of the Holy Bible, we see a lot of talk about wars and God the Lord God Jehovah ordering the killing of people men, women, children when we pull back a little and look at the bigger picture what we see is a world in chaos kind of like today and what we see happening is that God is trying to teach us a lesson before it's too late oftentimes theologians and pastors today will gloss over the strange behavior as they see it of the God of the Old Testament but they rant and rave about the God of the New Testament Jesus the Christ as if he's somebody different from the God of the Old Testament. But in the following verses, it is very clear that the God, Jehovah, the one God, is still the same today. He was the same yesterday, and he'll be the same tomorrow. Jesus the Christ is in fact the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So when we see that God commands that 
the purification process, the killings begin at his temple by those who are called by his name, by those who live in the city called by his name. It is very clear that there is a pattern being laid down, a pattern that we can rely on, a view of the world that is true. The more things change, the more they stay the same. God has warned us in the past. God is warning us in the present. And God is telling us a warning about the future. We have a choice. We can listen or we can ignore the voice of God. It is very important that we take the time to understand the big picture, the picture from a distance. How does the world look from a distance? Many times we get lost in the minutia of our little lives. We get lost in the details of our everyday humdrum life. And it is important that we take a step back and look at the bigger picture. God is asking us to look and live. Pay attention to what's going on. We must decide what side we're going to be on. God's side or the other side? There are only two sides. We make the choice. First Peter four seventeen. For it is time for judgment to begin with the family of God. And if it begins with us, what will the outcome be for those who disobey the gospel of God? Here in First Peter, we see a very important comparison between the Old Testament and the New Testament, between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. Nothing has really changed. The more things change, the more they stay the same. God is the same yesterday today and forever. It is important that we understand this detail. Here, Peter 
is explaining that God will once again pour out his wrath and he will start with the church. He will start with those who claim to be followers of Jesus the Christ. And if he starts with those who claim to be Christians, what's going to happen to the rest of the world? And Peter points us in a way back to Ezekiel, where God said to destroy men, women, children, except those who have the mark of God. And we see later in the book of Revelation that there is something called the mark of the beast. But there's also something called the seal of the living God. The mark that God places on your life is different than the mark of the beast. There is much confusion within theological circles as to the meaning of these verses and how they interpret and apply them today. But the Bible is clear. We must understand that Jesus the Christ, the Lamb of God, is the same God who said, I will start my judgments at the house of God. Jeremiah 25 verse 29 Amplified Bible For behold I am beginning to work disaster in the city which is called by my name and shall you go unpunished? You will not be exempt from punishment for I am calling for a sword against all the inhabitants of the earth, says the Lord of hosts. So here the prophet Jeremiah was talking to the ancient Israelites and letting them know that God was displeased with their lives, with their activity, with their actions, their decision-making process. And he was going to destroy them. But not just those who were called by his name, but he was going to send a sword to the whole world. These stories are oftentimes overlooked, misunderstood, 
because we don't like to hear about violence and war and killings and the sword. But yet we live in a world where every day they're drive-by shootings. Every day you hear in the news that somebody was killed. Somebody was shot. Somebody was hanged. Justice requires a life and death penalty. There are many in our world today who do not believe in judgment. They'd rather let people out of jail that are criminals than help the innocent that are just trying to survive. Whole organizations have been created with millions and millions of dollars from oligarchs, dictators, who want to promote a world full of chaos, a world where it's okay to burn down your own city, destroy your own store, But when it comes to looking at the truth and the fact that God is the final arbitrator of justice, we want to look the other way and ignore the facts. But when we step back and we look at the bigger picture, we realize that God must act in a decisive way similar to the days of Noah and the world flood similar to the days of Sodom and Gomorrah and the fire that came out of the sky and consumed the cities of sin When we understand that God has his limits, God has warned us, God has come to us time and time again and told us, I would rather that you would come and hide under my wings like a mother hen, but we would not. Instead, we ran away and we rebelled. And like the prodigal son, we find ourselves living with the pigs, eating the crap food that the pigs eat. We've forgotten who we are. Children, of the heavenly king. We must take the time to find our place again in life. Choose the good over the evil. 
choose the right over the wrong. Understand that everything has a consequence. Be prepared to pay the price. Luke 23, 28, 29, and verse 30. And having turned to them, Jesus said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For the time will come when you will say, Blessed are the childless women, the women that never bore, and the breast that never nursed. Then they will say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, Cover us. Revelation 6, verse 16. They called to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. The destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70 was more than just the destruction of the city of God. It was more than just the destruction of the temple of God. When Jesus spoke about the women weeping and he told them, weep for yourselves for the day is coming when you will call for the mountains and the rocks to fall on you. Jesus was showing that the destruction of Jerusalem was a parable, a prophecy about the end of the world. And we can see a correlation between the words of Jesus here where he's speaking to the women of Jerusalem on his way to being crucified. And the end of the world and the book of Revelation The two parallels cannot be overlooked. We must understand that today we are living in the end of time. There will be no glorious future here on earth. No thousand years of peace and prosperity. The lies that are told by theologians 
are endless. But the Bible has spoken. Jesus the Christ has told us that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be at the coming of the Son of Man. The fact that Jesus correlates the destruction of Jerusalem with the end of the world is very significant, showing that the most highly educated, the most progressive institutions, the most enlightened societies can and will be destroyed when the cup of indignation, when their sins reach to heaven, when people no longer care about doing the right thing, God will respond. God will take charge. God will become the judge and the executioner. Understand that in the book of Revelation, it is the Lamb that brings the wrath of God to this earth. And it is those who have refused to put on the wedding garment, have refused to change their lives. Those who have not put their faith in Jesus the Christ will be destroyed by the brightness of his coming. Make no mistake, the Bible does not lie. There is a time and place for everything. Make sure that you are on the right side of history. Make sure that your calling and your election is where it should be. Make sure that your life is wrapped up and hidden in the life of Jesus the Christ. You have been listening to The Dark Light. Thank you for joining us. Please like, subscribe, and tell your friends about The Dark Light Podcast. We would love to have you here each and every day to discover the light in the darkness.